0: Hello and thank you for joining us on another episode of Why Theory. As always, I am your host Ryan Angley. joint. as always by co-host Todd McGowan. Todd, how you doing, buddy?
1: I'm doing good, Ryan. I do have a question for you though. I I I, I is, just <laughs> I just realized sure. that you okay. are always the host, that I'm always the co-host, and I I just is, that, is there any is there a reason for that, or is that just uh, your locution, <laughs> or is there is I don't know.
0: Um, I think it's too, we've done it too long for you to be asking this question. Okay. All right. So I'm not not even going to give you an answer. No, no, it's (laughs) no, I think what I think, uh, early, I don't probably don't remember this, but like the, you, you genuinely asked me, to be the host of the show.
1: Oh, okay. So, like I, in the beginning, okay.
0: like when we when we planned this, like how it was was it going to go? Like okay. who was going to start talking? Okay. And uh, and so now it's been five years, and so, so you forgot that, and so now it seems like I made it up. <laughs> I see. Which but is, it was which really me who
1: yeah. asked. I asked you to dominate me and I I <laughs> forgot. That. Okay. All right. Let's get on. And to this.
0: and I and I acquiesced. You so acquiesced. who's yes. okay. So then, so, who, we're then
1: in the I think we're in the terrain of love, I think.
0: So. We're in for, for very much in the terrain of love and uh yes, and who who has the dominant position? All right. Is it the person who asked to dominate or the person who, I mean there there's so many different yep. different ways. In fact, I mean this might be uh an, the episode to tell this, well, maybe we were saving this for if if we can get him on for for another for another interview. But this might be the episode to tell the story of when I met Slavoj when oh, he yeah. introduced us. Yeah, yeah, yeah this might it's a, it'll come back to this conversation right. in the beginning. Right. Uh, so uh, we 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 are talking about love today, but before we talk about love, we have to talk about some uh, unfortunate news. And to cut uh, directly to the chase, actually, no, to interrupt myself about the chase. Did you know, Todd? It took me until I was like twenty five to know that that was like a phrase from like referencing movies. Oh really? Like cut to the, cut cha- to the chase. Yeah, I like know. the c- chase scene. Yep, right. Cuz I right. thought I thought it was cuz when I was a kid um I knew what a chaser was. Right. You know, like a like oh, a, I you see. have a horrible drink. Right. You have a horrible drink and then you have a drink after it and I knew it because I hated uh my mother who listens to this podcast uh, regularly will will remember this. I hated taking medicine. I hated it. So you wanted like to cut to Dimatab. the chase. Yes, exactly. Because my father called it a chaser. You could have like oh. a, you could have this thing after. So that's what I thought it was. And but I still, even even though, even though I knew that like I don't know it was like, I just kind of thought like why like if this met, like th- you're telling me this thing is good for me, but it doesn't smell like Coca-Cola or chocolate milk, right? Why so why, why doesn't it couldn't it, be good? Why is it how is it, That's interesting because
1: I always misunderstood. Cut to the chase. As throw a quick pass to Jamar Chase. But clearly <laughs> now that has that's even sadder for me now. But um, clearly that was not uh, that was not correct. That was yes, not it.
0: Yes. So uh, to, we cut, to, to yeah. cut to the chase to cut to the chase. So Todd and I uh, will really uh, devastatingly uh, not be in person at the Impact Festival uh, next week. We will be doing it remote. So everything we were going to do. In person, we are st- still going to do, although we're not going to be there to be able to like, talk with people. There were, like, there were like two former students I was going to catch up with yeah. who were there, and, and people had emailed, and I'm, I'm, I have emailed them uh, that, I, that I won't be there. Um, part, a large part of the reason why we're not there is I broke my foot. You broke on foot. my birthday, yeah. <laughs> um, October 14th, uh, Battle of Hastings and also Pomona College's birthday, mm-hmm. two important things, yeah. uh, irrelevant things on that day, um, while out jogging. Um and uh, the, I the think the crazier thing is that the next morning we recorded the last podcast while I was in searing foot pain and refusing to go to the You're hospital. You're right, you hadn't gone and to the was, hospital yet, right? Yeah. No, I hadn't. Right. So I'm officially uh the Ronnie lot of podcasters. Right. Right. I think that will mean something to like five listeners. Maybe a few people. Uh so yeah. Maybe a few people. Yeah. So um And yeah, I'm so having to deal there. with
1: my mother in being put yeah. into long term Alzheimer's care. So that's another so anyway that's another thing
0: yeah that's another thing so those two things those things happen the same week which is a bummer we're still going to be there via remote um and we're really excited to do that and maybe uh i don't know maybe some other year we'll be able to 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 get over there when i'm not out jogging on wet leaves or whatever whatever was that ended up happening so um that's the unfortunate news uh and my uh my foot apologizes, yeah. Todd. So as the, I'm sure your the mother The fortunate would. news if, if,
1: is <laughs> we still have time to talk about love, even though we have squandered a few minutes. this opening. That's
0: true. Yeah. It's a little bit more, a little bit more grab ass than we t- we yeah. typically do, right. but perhaps appropriate for the topic. Perhaps. Um, so, right. Perhaps. <laughs> right. So the. So obviously, everyone knows that love didn't exist until Wesley and Buttercup kiss each other at the end of Princess Bride. So, but, but we're putting that to one side, and we're going we're looking more at um, this as a as a philosophical and theoretical idea. And it's the conclusion of our you know three episode deliance uh, with Bajou and his work. Love is super important for him in a way that that. Uh, kind of d- that disrupts, I think in a significant way, some of the tenets of his, uh, of his, of his theory, which we will get to, but, uh, and I think that'll probably dominate the middle speaking of domination, it'll dominate the middle portion. Right. I think of, of our, of right. our conversation. Uh, but we're going to start a little bit more, uh, historically with a, uh, with a really, really important concept that is very old <laughs> about love that is still dominant. Yeah. And that is which is surprising. The idea it's- of it is the idea of complementarity. Right. So, Todd, un- unfurl that. What does that mean? Complementarity, right? We so,
1: complementarity. Interestingly, I I think that this is the first articulation of it is in Plato's Symposium, and it's so the Symposium. It's it's uh, it's in French. It's known as Le Banquet, so the banquet, uh, and it's basically a a party where everyone who's invited gives a speech, and then people. Or they get drunk and they eat and they vote on and then they have sex with each other and they <laughs> and they vote on the, the, best most impressive speech. So, uh, the Plato Symposium is a series of speeches that ends You know the highlight supposedly is Socrates' final speech on love and it's basically his things about love of how how love of beauty leads to the leads us to the truth and then so that that's where so love ends up being this vehicle. For philosophy, basically. But uh no one really knows that because unless you're a plate Platonist or uh no one that because that's not the one that people have paid attention to. People have paid attention to the speech that Plato gives to Aristophanes, who interestingly was a famous playwright, the most famous comedian in Athens, comic playwright. And he was famous for writing The Clouds, which was a play about Socrates, which which, I think it would be too much to say it got Socrates killed, but it certainly didn't portray him in a very. It would be too much to say it, but I did say that. Uh, it, I did a kind of a too Trump. Much to, to, I, I wouldn't say yeah, that, yeah, yeah, but um, uh, uh, anyway. It'd so be too much to insist. It would be too, right, right, right. But uh, the, so. so but Socrates played ne- portrayed negatively, so it is interesting, at least, and many, many people have commented on this, why Plato would put what seems to be the best and most convincing speech in the mouth of the enemy of his mentor, who is Aristophanes. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's uh, we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what that <laughs> speech says. And, and as Ryan yes. pointed out, it basically gives voice to the concept which totally dominates the romantic comedy genre, and basically the action film as well, everything, drama and uh, television and film and video games, which is the concept of complementarity. So Aristophanes' idea is this, that originally humans were whole, they were self-contained, and they, they enjoyed themselves, for lack of a better word, they enjoyed themselves too much, and God was... The, jealous. And God said, I, I don't want you to enjoy yourself so much. So God split every human being in two. And then the theory is kind of interesting. So And this shows that that Plato wasn't a heterosexist, because God split every being in two. Some were on two sides women, some were on two sides mm-hmm. men, and some were divided between man and woman. And then you desired that other part of you that would complete you. And so the notion, thus complementarity— the notion that we get articulated finally in Jerry Maguire, the movie, yes. "You Complete Me," actually has its origins in, Aris- in this myth that Aristophanes gives of the original splitting of the subject, basically in Plato's Symposium. Just a little side note: at our at our wedding, we Hillary and I had the judge read a little bit from Plato's Symposium and say. We're going to have a marriage not based on complementarity, which uh, luckily no one said, wait a minute, Freud wrote this essay on negation, and so if you're saying, <laughs> if you're so professing so loudly it's not that, maybe there's a little problem. But uh, no one said maybe that. There's... No one said that. Even my close friend, Paul Eisenstein, who was there uh, talking. I did. think
0: he just didn't want to ruin your Didn't wedding, want to ruin the
1: wedding. But of know, course, yeah. uh, if he really had paid attention to the... Rejection of complementarity ruining the wedding would have been making the wedding right.
0: Right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That's. I mean. Paul's too nice of a guy. Is
1: the is the lesson from that? I
0: think. Uh, That's the lesson. Oh well, (laughs) we finished a lot earlier than uh, normal. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's it. That's (laughs) complementarity.
0: That is complementarity, and yeah, the Jerry Maguire example, I think, perfect. Um, like you know, you you complete me, or 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 there or there's um I think uh. You you know there there was we, we talked about this a long long time ago and um when we did that uh we we, we talked a little bit about the um what was the f- the film I keep thinking Lady in the Lake but that's not the name of it the one that won Oscar the, the Oscar instead of uh, Get Out or maybe that's the wrong year uh, La La, La Land. The, um, no, 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 no. That was the that was the um, that was. The oh, movie. oh, I know the one uh, you're
1: talking about. In the Shape of Water. You know what I'm talking. In the Shape, shape of, of water. water.
0: Thanks so much. Okay, and so what? Uh, Sally Hemmings character says is that the like the creature from the Black Lagoon kind of thing that <laughs> is that film is playing far with... far superior um, doesn't, film. Doesn't, but anyway, go ahead. far superior. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Also, Return of the Creature. from Yes, the park, I, agree. I agree. Agreed. Um, the uh, he does he doesn't see what she lacks. That's right. what she says, right. and so. Um, because, uh, she, uh, she, she can't, she can't speak. That's her. That's the lack that she's speaking of, right. um, speaking of signing to her friend. Right. Um, and it, so like this, even, even in like, again, like you said that, I mean, that's kind of more of an action film. It's more it's of a yeah,
1: drama action, film. Sci- sure. sci-fi yeah. drama
0: action. Yeah. It's still that, still that idea is that like you, you lack something or someone else like, or there's, there's, a. In a non, I guess I put it this way, in a non theoretical sense of the term lack, there's like overlapping, like someone lacks something and another person lacks another thing and they make up for that, like for each other. Right.
1: And so they become you know, a whole and, and
0: together. Exactly. So right. they become a whole through, through that way. The, the puzzle pieces. Right. It's so it, a fitting. It, fitting.
1: It, it, it's fascinating too how. Uh, rampant that idea is just like you're saying like so crosses genre for sure and mm-hmm. you would think i mean i think the impulse would be oh this is a heterosexist way of thinking mm-hmm. but i've seen many 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 queer romantic comedies the most recent one i think i saw i saw is called bros and mm-hmm. completely invested same idea right like so mm-hmm. to equal mm-hmm. investment as any as jerry Maguire or when harry met sally or any of you know like i mm-hmm. i i like some of these films but not Jerry Maguire particularly, but uh, they nonetheless have this real investment in this idea of complementarity. And it's the rare one. And what's interesting is the screwball comedy, which we've talked about
0: mm.
1: quite a bit on this show, like bringing up Baby, for instance, or maybe it's just Howard Hawks, uh, <laughs> tends to do a good job of showing the failure of complementarity, right? Like that, yes. that, that, that rather than being, it's like, instead of an excess and a lack fitting together, it's like the excess mm-hmm. bangs into another excess and creates yeah. the whole brontosaurus skeleton comes uh, tumbling to the ground. The
0: intercostal right. clavicle. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yes. So
1: the bone, it's one bone too much rather than the bone mm-hmm. that can be perfectly inserted. Sorry about, it. I didn't mean that to be uh, <laughs> <laughs> so sexual. Uh, but... I just started I on it, and then I was like, "I don't. This is not going to go."
0: It took you down a. Path. It took some. Sometimes you can give voice to an idea, and sometimes an idea voices you. And right. That, that's right. right. The there signifier yeah. took
1: me where I didn't want to go. It took yes. you. It yeah. Took you for
0: a ride. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. So yeah, no, the um, yeah, and I think this is part of um, maybe this gets too much in the in the weeds of a genre film for a second, but I but I do think this is part of the reason why you don't see the screwball comedy as such anymore is that like the central idea is not as often plays out in romantic comedies today that like these two unlikely f- people actually fit perfectly together. That's the romantic comedy idea. Yeah. Um, the screwball idea as like bring a baby is the best example, which we talked about at length in the episode we did on screwball comedy is that it, the, 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 the love, uh, event. Cause we're, we're eventually going to talk about, Baju, um, it, it rips it rips you apart, and you, you. It's not you're you're not um, att- attracted to and pulled by the thing that would complete you, but it's you're attracted to and, and and pulled toward the the thing that undoes you. Right, and that's what what happens in the screwball comedy. Uh, in general, and where I think we're going to come back to this more at the end, um, we've mentioned this in the podcast too a long time ago. Alenka Zupančič has a really nice essay on um, Ernst Lubitsch and his films, and the uh, what which, which she calls the um, like the the love of the of the two, where like what happens is it's not the in the screwball comedy or in Lubitsch, the uh, two don't become one; two become two, right. as in not they stay independent, which I think is one of the plot lines in um he's just not that into you i think it's the ben affleck uh, yeah, plot yeah, line that's yeah. like kind of the idea yeah. is that like they stay independent um it's it's that the um the love to use Baju's terms i don't think she does but uh, in the essay so i don't want to misrepresent it but like the love event um is this it's this thing you, you have a relationship with, you have you almost, you, it's not that you have a relationship with another person. You have a relationship to both of you to having fallen in love with each other. And that creates a, 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 a possibility of like of subjectivity that could not exist otherwise. Right. And right. that, that's the, that's this, that's the two that you become. And she gives a nice example. We've given this as a lesson before, so it can't be the lesson to this podcast of Clooney Brown, where um the two characters uh in that, uh, film at the end, like they uh, exist as a couple, but squirrels to um,
1: nuts,
0: squirrels to nuts, like yeah. in in a way that they couldn't with other other people. Right. right. The it idea. Be, uh, sorry,
1: so, I just threw that out from nowhere. That, that the, the you, idea that in the <laughs> film, uh, the for, what's his name's prof? He's a professor. I forget his name, but um, he's like somebody. Yeah. People always say you got to bring nuts to the squirrels, but who's to say you want? We can someone can bring squirrels to the nuts, right? Like this reversal, this like disturbing thing that doesn't fit in with what everybody else does and that's what he's drawn Clooney, to in Clooney.
0: Yeah, yeah, cuz she she's the one who says that. Oh, yeah. she says then, it. Okay. Okay. Good. She says that first, but then he 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 says it at the end of the film yeah. to the uh the workers in the house. So that's the, like that's the that's the thing that like it's a um like uh, I I think that film maybe more than a, a Maybe than any other it's just a grandiose statement more than any other screwball comedy is is that like it's this person introduces a like really like a new way of being for you right like like he wouldn't have thought that like like it changed psychically him as a as a as a person and it's like the i think this is you know moving toward um Baju and and the the idea of the 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 love event like what's right. evental about it is is that you know you before you fall in love, like your day is whatever your day is like, you know, it's 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 more self-focused or you go to work or, or whatever it is, because why wouldn't it be? Or you hang out with friends like whatever it is. But then you fall in love and it's like that's this is the this is the thing I'm invested in right. now. It's the, the, right. the when Harry met Sally line like you're, you're the last person I want to speak to when I go to bed at night and the first person I want to speak to in the morning. Yeah. Like like your day is like the way you organize your time is like, like organized it, around it, that that person right? exactly right. around that like it's it has completely shifted and um and i think that's a, i think that's an idea that we i think we both find convincing i think uh, that idea is i think works with um alenka's and uh, psychoanalytic yeah yeah uh, for sure understanding um there are some areas we're going to get to where, where for but you that that doesn't and part of it is that he doesn't think as we've said in the previous episode he doesn't think we're subjects outside of the event so right. you're only subjects right. Right. Of the event, and that I think you and I both have problems with. But just to go with, yeah, just to go for uh, our the, for our
1: little chronology that we're going on. So so there's Plato, this notion of complementarity, which isn't necessarily Plato's idea. His idea is more love of truth, and that love is what takes us in the direction of truth. And then there's the what Badu would call the Christian event, right? Like, and 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 mm. I think that the and it's real. So Christ, of course, talks a lot about love, but it's really for Badu for sure. It's really Paul, famously in First Corinthians thirteen, thirteen, where he says, Faith, hope, and love, these three abide, but the greatest of these is love, right? This idea that mm-hmm. that love is the thing that can be a new organizing principle, not just for you as an individual, but for the world. And I think that's the mm-hmm. that's the Christian idea. Badu will militate against that idea of mm-hmm. love. And and what's interesting is the amount of opposition that now Occasions. So Freud certainly, Freud famously in Civilization's Discontent says, okay, you can have Christian love of all humanity as long as you have people left out of humanity that you can reserve for your hatred, <laughs> right? So, so, yeah. that, and, and he thinks that's true for for communism as well. So, but, but I think, in a way, Marx... Just very very yeah, quickly, the
0: short story examples of that principle would be Shirley Jackson's The Lottery or The Ones Who Walk Away from Omelas. Right. That, would be, that would be the idea. Like, absolutely. So there has to be someone, someone excluded right. for there to be this universal love. That, that would be right. Freud's idea. Anyway, absolutely, sorry,
1: absolutely, down. absolutely. Um, Marx, however, I think, even though he would never put it in Christian terms, I think that his... The ethical position that drives his political philosophy is one of universal Christian love. I think that that's so. I think there's a way that that Christian idea really keeps working up through Marx and 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 via Hegel. I think so. I mean, I think one of the real dividing points among the thinkers that we'll talk about is is love reserved for a. Uh, uh, a relationship or is it possible mm-hmm. to have a more universal idea of love and and for some it's just the opposition between eros and agape right like the a, a, a romantic love versus a love of humanity uh mm-hmm. and and it's interesting i think saint francis would be the one of these great examples of agape and, and and try to enact universal christian love but it does seem i mean i think it it's a pretty convincing point by freud and others that that everybody that seems to try to evince universal love ends up keeping someone excluded from it right like mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I i'll i come back to this movie bros that i saw like, so one of the ideas in the film is you know there's enough hate in the world let's just have universal love right and that's just an, mm-hmm. and so it's a you know, nice christian idea but there's no working class the the people who are figures of hate are are these working class people that are excluded from the just for, they're just mm-hmm. out of the mise-en-scène in the film so it it is it is it seems to me difficult like today i think the the liberal position is let's have universal acceptance and love of everybody right like everybody sure. except for the basket of deplorables that can't be redeemed right like i think that so, they're, yeah go ahead.
0: yeah but isn't this so th- this is interesting? Because again, another another screwball comedy thing, uh, to just to pull it back to that yeah. is class is always a part of the screwball comedy, right? Like, even like Clooney Brown, she, she's like a low wage,
1: like, plumber,
0: like she's a plumber, like, she, yeah, and and uh, I think, um, <clears throat> excuse me, like, um, I, you know, maybe they're both middle class and and uh, and Bring a baby because he's a scientist and she's like a heiress or something, right? Right. Like the, um. But then you know, and then his girl uh,
1: Friday there, but the newspaper reporters,
0: both newspaper reporters, um. That's clearly working class, like, and then uh, Philadelphia Story really stages the working class thing. Although at the end, of course, people stay in their right class, uh. uh, You know, so but it, it it's at the very least like classes there where like I I love when Harry met Sally but the idea, the idea of money and work it's right. just not a problem in that film like right. it's it's it, and never a problem right. and uh t- to the extent that like uh isn't doesn't harry no, no, Harry. Like, like Harry has a friend who's a writer. He does. Who, you know, and and like, just how, does he make enough money writing? Like, like to live I, in Manhattan. I guess,
1: does, right? <laughs> I guess he does, right? I guess he does. It doesn't doesn't matter. Right,
0: right, Maybe right. it's a rent controlled apartment in the nineties. Right. Maybe there are a lot more. You know, there are more. I think them, the most whatever. egregious example of what matter. you're
1: talking about is uh, you've got mail because Tom yes. Hanks drives Meg Meg, Meg Ryan's <laughs> Meg, Griffin, Meg Griffin. That was funny. Uh, Meg Ryan's. Uh, character out of business. She's a runs a little bookshop, and then she just mm-hmm. doesn't work for six months, right? Like it's just, yeah. and you're like, well, wait a minute. You're living in Manhattan. Your book little crappy bookshop store that didn't sell enough books in the first place uh, is out of business. What are you living on exactly? And it's just not a question for the film.
0: Just not a question. But it goes to it does go go to this point, which is like I like I don't think this is just a I don't think this is a particular point or particularist point about like. Hollywood film, but it's like, it is interesting to, to bring in the political, like, like the, the, the liberal political that like, as the idea of class has fallen out of, uh, out of consideration, out of mise-en-scene, out of the picture, out of the frame in, in the romantic comedy, like, so too has class as a, as a, as a barrier or as a, a point of contradiction in, in love fallen out of like the like dominant notions in right. society. Right. Like I think not, it's, it's not a, you wouldn't call it like a, it's not a causal relationship. It's not like, oh, if only we had films where class was front and center, then we wouldn't feel this way in society. It's just, it's, they're coextensive. Right, because so you could you say it the other way around,
1: right? You could say if we had yeah, those things, yeah. then we'd have the films, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. I, I think, I think so. So it's, it's more that the films are a synecdoche for the general idea, which is that like class considerations are not a part of the dominant notions of love. Like, I mean, you can even, uh, like, w- like uh, any of the, you know, the Mari Rudy does such a wonderful job of of, of taking down the like self-help, like love yeah. book yeah. industry in her book, in her book, uh, The Case for Falling in Love. Yeah. Um, and it's I don't know exactly if she makes this point, but it would be uh, it'd be sympathetic with her um, with, with her inquiry to say that, like, class is never in those books yeah. either. Yeah, yeah, that's like, her point. She makes know, that point. Yeah. She does make that part. Yeah, of, okay. I, I did point. not remember. Yeah. I read it when she came to give the talk. That, I, um, I know. It's such a good book. Ago. I mean,
1: she's like, I once introduced her somewhere and I said, you know, the rest of us kind of screw around, but she like really sells <laughs> a number of books. And <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah. she, like she wrote books that look like a real number of people read, not like what we do. Um, and that's one of them. Case for falling in love, and the other one is called "Summons of Love," I think. Um, and and we'll get to Mari a little bit later. Sorry, I, I derailed us on that. But um, no, it's okay. I do think that the that I want to, even though I've just announced the critiques of this idea of universal love. I st- I want st- to. I I think it has to be insisted on and redeemed. And I think the the mm-hmm. the modern version of it is fraternity, fraternité from the French Revolution and Haitian Revolution, right? Like that is the, I think if you don't have that notion, and obviously there's a difference between universal love and romantic love, clearly, but I still Mm -hmm. think if you don't have some notion of the solidarity of everyone, like this love of everyone, then I think Mm -hmm. you're gonna, you're gonna, a couple things, I think you're gonna think that some people can be disposable for accomplishing a certain political end and i think or need or need to be or need to be correct or I, we to create our political end or our utopia whatever we have to have certain people outside so there, i think those are two different versions of the same thing right mm-hmm. like one excludes and the other eliminates but i think in both cases mm-hmm. that's the danger of not uh sticking to this this idea of universal love that gets its first articulation in, in Christianity, but then gets an articulation in—I in, mean, I think you could say, it, and some people have said this, that there's already these intimations of it in Judaism, even though there's also a sense of a, a, a people, right? But there, there is mm-hmm. also this idea of a universal love, and God is the figure of universal love. So I think that that's, you know, a, the invention of a loving God— is a mm-hmm. is, is the great jewish invention right like that's the and i think that that's the that that, that from that you get this idea of universal like that that love can't be ex, it it can't be ex, excluding and, and, and if you think it can't be excluding then you also have to think it can't be inclusive and i think that's where liberalism mm. always gets tripped up that it wants to be inclusive and i think you have to reject inclusion and universal and because you know in, inclusion can never be universal
0: Can you, can you spend a little, so I, I, well, hold on. I'm going to, I want you to spend a little bit more time on that point. And, and I'm going to set it up by saying this, that, um, the, the, the idea that there is a a villain to some, I think we've said this before, but just to put it in this context, the idea that some some people or some, I think points of view are villainous for, uh, the thing you want to do. It doesn't matter who you're, saying is the villain that's a conservative project yes i think that that's that would be the 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 point of this of this podcast which would be like like i think probably the best example incompatible this, with
1: the idea of universal love yeah
0: incompatible yeah. with the idea of universal love yeah. or in the idea of universality i yeah. think the best example of this is is like the, like look there's not a single person who's been canceled that i don't think should have been that i think shouldn't have been canceled but like uh, I think that what's the most, the, the, the best success of, of canceling is probably Harvey Weinstein. And I, I'm not going to say who this is because I don't know what, who, who would, who would be so determined to find out this person. But I have a, I have a friend who's a former student who is, uh works uh as a, a model in LA. And what she tells me about, about doing low like level, like films is that, Maybe for like the uh the the higher level of film sets that like things are better and more equitable on set, but what's happening in like the lower rungs is that these like younger directors are trying to uh normalize like really creepy behavior earlier like that's just something that she's picked up interesting on. and like like and so I'm not saying that that like that, that's not not the effect but the the whole point is is that like weinstein got Weinstein gets taken down that's great like a 100% but that doesn't alter the system like you like you can't you cannot cancel enough bad actors to cancel the system that allowed them to act that way it's 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 uh so like again it's not can't like like that's the that's the sort of like the 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 lure of it is that like well if we ju- and i mean this is the whole point this is what we're saying about like love and universal love it's like oh if we could just get the bad people out right well it's like how that's isn't isn't that like I, that's every conservative ad for for the politics that i'm uh, that i'm seeing on tv and that everyone in this country is, is if you're in this country you see that's every that's everything it's like just because you are saying like no but the conservatives are the bad people that doesn't matter structurally you're doing the same project and right. that's how conservatism is so like there. conservatism is is never so successful then, when it limits the horizon of possibility for the left, and how does it limit the horizon of possibility for the left? it makes you start thinking in its terms, and if you start thinking in its terms like, well no, yes, there are villains, but they're the people on the right you're then you've agreed with their basic premise, and then it's then it's just then it seems arbitrary. why are you saying I'm the bad guy? I think you're the bad guy because you're making me there's some ad. For Massachusetts here, it's like like what are kids learning in school, not history, but they can name all eighty two genders. It's like that's insane. The, and I don't also, that's not even correct either. I don't think, but it's, but that's the, that's the, that's the game you end up playing. If you start right, fighting in that, right. that, that, that terrain that that's the, that, that people who think that are the villain, we just need to get them out and things will be fine. It's like, no, they think you're the villain. So you're, it's just like the Spider-Man meme of, of pointing at each other. Right. And, and we need to get out of that, like sort of locked into cynical circles. So the statement that you made that uh, occasioned me saying that, uh, please go back to it.
1: Yeah. So, the, I think the idea is that you have to, you can never include, you can never include your way to universality. You can never love can never be inclusive, right? Like it has to be. And I think this is this is the Christian idea. Like when 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 Christ says, uh, I think this is Matthew nineteen twenty four or something. Uh, it's harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of heaven than for a camel to right. enter the eye of the needle, right? Like his his mm-hmm. uh, his. Let me just tell you, I might have said this on this show before, but when i I grew up fundamentalist, so I know all these things in my heart because of that but uh uh, my mom spent a whole uh month of Bible study on this one verse because it was so troubling to the you know because they also accepted this gospel of wealth bullshit mm, and uh yeah. and, and 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 so she came back to me and she's like, you know. Um, this is what she learned from her study, when learn I put in uh, quotation marks. So uh, she, she, uh, she learned that, okay, there's this place called the needle, and it's a place that where for a camel to pass to, through, the camel has to duck down to get beyond th- uh-huh. it. So, so the idea of that verse, Christ was just saying that he's using the definite article. For a camel to pass uh-huh. through the eye of the needle, it has to humble itself and that it can still, you can still keep your money, but you just have to humble yourself and then you can get through. And then I,
0: that's amazing. It's amazing. I don't, I don't it's an I, amazing interpretive act,
1: right? It's, a, it's just yeah. like that minister should be really well compensated or should have been. Uh, <laughs> but, but I, then I, then I, in college, I learned, uh, Koine Greek, which is the, what the Bible was, New Testament was written in. And, uh, there's no definite article there. It's an indefinite no. article. So it's complete it's just complete nonsense, right? Like so it's Well it's just, also
0: I mean, that's just so funny. It like um you know it's there was a it was, there was a nightclub called The Needle. I I know, I know. and you you just I don't know, whatever. Yeah, you just, can play you that can game. You can play want. that game all day and all night. Right. So anyway, so yeah.
1: Uh but but the point is I think that it's only the it's only those who don't have, right? Like it's that there's an opposition between that that love is for those who are excluded not for all this group we're going to put in and i think that's the i think christ comes back to that idea again and again and again and again which is again mm-hmm. one way i think paul kind of i think there's this inclusive idea in paul that uh violates the the christian idea uh which 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 i don't think uh any of the people any of the current uh what would you call them apologists for paul uh except right like they they see paul as mm-hmm. a they see Paul as the Lenin of Christ, right? like that paul like Christ is marx and and you know paul is Paul is lenin, and I think they so they think mm-hmm. him as a, someone p- trying to put into practice Christ's idea, but I think there's a real violation of the Christian idea in Paul because it's precisely this, like, I'm going to create a new group, although there is this, there is neither a Jew nor a Greek. Okay. There's this idea of like, there's no identity, but there's still uh, inclusion of those who believe and an exclusion of those who don't believe, who are gnashing their teeth, right? Like, I think so. I, so, and I think that that's not there in Christ. There's an embrace rather of the, you know, the meek will inherit, like, the whole Beatitudes are about yeah. the, those precisely those people who are exiled. And, the point is that there's no limit on exclusion, right? Like you don't the, to be excluded, you don't need and the inclusion the, the those who are be who are included can be an empty set. And I think that's the that's the unlike inclusion, which needs the excluded.
0: Those those who can be included can be an empty set. Is yeah. that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah. That's pretty good because the I mean, isn't the pro I mean to uh, I think the um you don't want to create, you know. This isn't this the you said basket of deplorables, uh, yeah. and and then I, I was talking about canceling. Isn't the problem is that like those phrases, and then oftentimes with with canceling is that actually just creates another market, right? For for precisely all like th- like either that person or all of those people. Like it's like like that phrases. Like who, that phrase was unifying for right. like, who? Who are you for, playing for? for? For Trump,
1: right? Who are you playing yeah. for? Right? Like it's like yeah. yeah, it's like if you're watching a sports event and you're seeing the player consistently do things that ha- benefit the other team, that's what. When people say things like basket of deplorables, you're like, who are you playing for? Like what is yeah? You know, what, is, what are you doing?
0: It's a, yeah. It's it's um. Because you can't play, and I think so. Um, maybe I'm I'm trying to I'm just trying to uh, to 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 be really like really crystal clear on, on some of the ideas is that like that. So like obviously like like so that, that's that's a high profile and I think very well known uh, political example. So that makes that makes it a good one. The Hillary Clinton talking yeah. about the ba- basket of deplorables and the way that it was really funny. Like the way that people. um justified her saying that after the fact. I remember seeing this all over the place. as like, well, no, but if you look, she's referring to this, there's this poll, and, like, you can see how many people on the right actually support racism. So she's talking about these people. And it's like, you're just, like, that's the, like, the whole, like, you, you, like, the whole idea, the whole idea that conservatives mm-hmm. run everything on in this country and I, I, the world over is that, like, the left are just the same as conservatives, only they pretend to have elitist like values, like universal acceptance, but they really just exclude people. That's just what they do. And they're capitalists too. And like that's when you're Hillary Clinton and you're a very good capitalist, <laughs> like you can't, you can't say a thing like that because it just, it it, it gives the, it gives the too much truth to that. Yeah, and there, and yeah. of course, Hillary Clinton n- n- nowhere near the same politically as Trump. But the point that this is it doesn't matter. Like you could have, it could be 1% difference. It could be 40% different. It could be 50%. Like it doesn't matter what the percentage is. Conservatives dine out on there being any um, amount of similarity between their position and the left. And it's like this drives people on the mainstream left like crazy. Like how do they keep winning when they're so hateful or whatever is that they just say you do the same thing. We're the ones who are being honest about it. Right. Right. That's the, the, and, and, and that's the, that's the basis of the appeal. And it's, and, and again, it's like that to people who, who vote that way, that actually seems more like it seems more honest. And I think it would seem more inclusive. So what you're, so what 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 you're talking about is that inclusivity As a theoretical idea and the way that it's practiced in um, liberal democracies relies upon a kind of exclusion. That's right. And that project can never be be emancipatory and it can never be universal. Or or it can
1: only be loving in the sense that Freud attacks, right? Like loving in the sense of I'm going to love those who are in and hate those that are out.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and, yeah. and, and you know and, and let's so that's not and that's not a way forward. That's not right? a way forward.
1: Like and and I think it's interesting yeah. that who's the great philosopher of love and of Christianity? It's Hegel, right? And I think Hegel mm-hmm. precisely like I think it's pretty clear that he makes the he makes he so he writes this little piece on love and he talks about Christianity as a religion of love in the late 1790s. And then it, it seems to me clear that by 1812, when he writes The Science of Logic, he, that, that the concept, what he thinks is the concept, comes out of how he understands love, because love is finding oneself in otherness. It's this, it's this ability to see oneself within the other. Like Here's what he says in this little love thing. He says, love can occur only against the same, against the mirror, against the echo of our essence. So it's this it's this coming out of oneself and finding oneself in otherness. And so for Hegel that's really it, it, there's an interesting thing that it's the that what love does is what philosophy does. Right? Like or the concept mm. does. Like it's this coming out of oneself finding oneself in this absolute strangeness of the other.
0: That's that's fantastic. So like where where we've like where we move from. And I think that this is why the, like the political has gotten kind of uh, wrapped, wrapped into this idea of love is we started with the idea of love as completion and complementarity. And in, uh, in politics, it seems to be like the, what's the, the, the obstacle to completion and complementarity. Well, we just need to eliminate that. And so what we would call that, we would call that contradiction. Right. Right. And, what we're moving to and like what Hegel mobilizes really nicely is actually like you, he's putting in the forefront, the the contradiction of the self is seeing yourself as other is the, like, that's the, the Royal road to love perhaps would be right. Would be the, right. Be no, it's a, it.
1: exactly it's, true. Right. Like that, that in, a, in for Hegel. And I think this is true. I I think, love to me is the easiest way to understand contradiction. Like if you believe love is possible, then you believe that contradiction is actual, right? Because, <clears throat> because isn't what happens in love is I elevate someone else in importance over myself. That's what it means. I think that's yeah. what it means to love someone. And we would all, I, I don't think that's a controversial definition, but who, how, why does that person or who accounts for that person being elevated? It's me. So I'm doing this thing that takes away yeah. my own power to do the thing. Right. So, right. so it's it's a it's a it's it's a exact enactment of contradiction, which I think is 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 just it's fascinating, right? Like and I think that's why Hegel was so when he discovered so his he had this early period where he was very, very antagonistic to Christianity, and he believed mm-hmm. in Kantian duty and, and that duty came before religion, etc and love had no place in his thinking and then all of a sudden he has this undergoes this break and it, what's fascinating is it coincides with this affair no one knows if it was consummated and most people think it was his first affair most people think okay. it was consummated with this woman nadette and dell and and it's right at this time he decides to he embraces christianity he turns away from kantian religion of duty right and and adopts a belief in love, and and it is a fascinating thing that it's it coincides with this actual. I I've always thought that you could, if you're a if you're a materialist, you would say, okay, he had the affair, and then he you know his thought followed from that. But if you're an idealist <laughs> Hegelian, you'd say, oh, his thought changed, then oh, he could have an affair then, because he, of that. That's interesting. Like,
0: I think that's nice. Well, it's. Um, I mean, I don't know, does it, um, I don't know that it matters which, uh, um, how, you know, which one was the 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 cause of the other, but I, but I think, but don't you think that, that it's an interesting, like, it's an interesting, um, uh, thing to consider, which is that like neither occur without. The, uh, the 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 that possibility of love that right. falling in right. love, right. 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 Uh, right? And and I think that's that's a uh, that's pretty that's pretty fascinating. Like to so he he saw himself as other in that in that affair. I mean, like he you do kind of have to abandon Kantian certainly at least Kantian like moral duty for sure uh, for sure uh, do for yeah. sure yeah. To, to 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 see yourself that because way because Con- like that's pretty.
1: Kant did not believe in fornication. I mean, Kant <laughs> never had sex, but. <laughs> Kant did not believe in fornication, and and his his description of marriage in The Metaphysics of Morals is fascinating, right? A lot of people, Slavoj likes it, but most people hate it because his idea is that marriage is the mutual renting of the other person's sexual organs. Mm. And, And Kant thought that you could not have moral sex outside of marriage because you didn't have this contract that would allow for the mutuality. So he thought... And it's an interesting position. It's not crazy, like it, it, his position was: one person's always going to get used if it's not in a marriage relationship. So, hmm. so yeah. So he did not think you could have ethical sex outside of marriage. And Hegel obviously <laughs> thought he you <laughs> with this affair. He all of a sudden thought that you could. Right? I think. I, I mean. Well, doesn't Hegel go ahead.
0: doesn't Hegel is, doesn't he say in a, like in a footnote somewhere like to, to don't You'd never trust a philosopher who doesn't fuck. I swear to God, he says that somewhere. Really? I made that God, a, you have to find no, that I made for that. I <laughs> just made, No, I, made, I just made that up. That's,
1: that's pretty <laughs> that, great. Yeah, that's pretty great. Yeah,
0: that would be, no, that'd be a pretty funny bit, bit of uh, cr- graffiti. Yeah, uh, Never trust a philosopher who doesn't yeah. fuck. La- line under it, Hegel, you know, right? That yeah, that'd be, be pretty
1: good. great. Although, you know, there, yeah. there'd be a lot of philosophers not to trust, wouldn't there? I mean, see, well,
0: I, you know what, Todd? Maybe yeah, that's a way, to, that's a way uh, to, to to figure out who, who are your philosophers? Yeah. yeah maybe. <laughs> like, you know, like, or, but, but then, maybe. wouldn't you
1: have to go the other way? Like, also don't trust those who fuck too much.
0: Who avow. Well, I mean, like, you, then Lacan's like a, out, I think,
1: right? Like, he's a, like
0: a, like a Byron kind of. Yeah. Like, Byron's kind of thing. out. Lacan's yeah.
1: out. You know, this, you know, this thing about Lacan that, that he, even though he was like totally into his, amorous life. He never, he had a very disappointing love life. Do you know why that is? Because his wife, uh, didn't believe in the sexual relationship. His mistress, (laughs) his mistress only let him use a symbolic phallus. And every time he went to a (laughs) prostitute, she'd only give him a short session.
0: (laughs) I can't believe I set you up for that. (laughs) That was great. Okay. that's. I was, I, I, Ryan has
1: not heard this joke before that time. So
0: I've that been saving really it. Good. I was going to
1: tell you in, like, private and then repeat it, but I, I <laughs> wanted to just... <laughs> oh,
0: my God. Could I, could oh,
1: I also wow. say something? I have gotten a little feedback that my Badoo That's joke from, you. Last oh, yeah, what do you got? from last week oh, okay. was pretty good, and mm-hmm. you just lacked a sense of humor in your response.
0: Oh, that. is that right? Uh, I'm, just <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I'm glad you appreciated this one. That's that's all that matters.
0: Well, no, that this was it was good. That was uh it was earned. It was a good setup. Okay. It was uh like it, yeah, that it came it uh it grew organically out, of the, right. com- out think, of the conversation. I think right. perfect. Um one so one might imagine I, I just this,
1: made it up on the spot and not didn't spend like 3 weeks honing that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, let's leave the process work yeah, out and, yeah, uh, yeah. uh yeah. Uh that's pretty that's pretty funny. All right, so I think that makes a nice uh Yes is that so that's a nice movement so so Baju, we we kind of set this up a little bit um Heath do he, you want to mention
1: lacan first let's because just chronologically do we
0: want oh do no, to do it yeah. no no No, you want to go Baju first okay i want to go Baju first because i think what's important is to to again get back into the like what would what's the like what's the objection yeah, yeah, yeah. and Good. like the and it, and, it, and it's because it, it seems like you can talk about we're I mean, we're gonna do this. Like it seems like what Baju says is totally um complementary of, of of psychoanalysis, yeah. but like I think it's important that it's 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 not and to show where those lines are. So yeah, I want to move to uh yeah, to uh, okay. uh Baju. Um can I again reference yes. the uh right. the philosophy in the event? I know. um it's your favorite Badu uh, book. It's my favorite, because I I just think it's very, very clear. Like, this is great. Uh, So here we go. Love is essentially when there are two. This is If anyone has a a stolen copy or a legitimate copy, I think it's on page 39. Yeah, 39. Um, Love is essentially when there are two, rather than one, who experientially experiment with the world. Love is in no way formed than through a reduction of two to one. This is the romantic, fusional concept, of lovers merging in a supreme ecstatic unity, what we've been saying is complementarity, uh, ec- ecstatic unity whose only truth is death. This is a little bit different for uh, from what we've been saying. Whose only truth is death, as illustrated by Tristan and Isold. I think on the contrary, that love splits each individual's narcissistic unity in such a way that it opens up an experience of the world that is taken on as the experience of the two. I've named love the scene of the two, Whereas politics takes difference as its material and attempts to construct a minimal operative unity within this element, love, on the contrary, shatters the primary units and establishes the reign of the two over the experience of the world. And I think you can hear that and think that makes a lot of sense. He's he's rejecting complementarity. Um, he is. It, it's it's it. That sounds a little bit like screwball comedy. Yeah. It's it's about the t- it's about the two. Right. It's not about this one unit. It's about this. Uh, it, it's even about um, contradiction because it's 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 rejecting a kind of a, a, a narcissistic unity yeah. as he puts it. So maybe there's an openness to contradiction, but there there are some lines here. There are some lines of, uh, uh, of tension. Right. What are they? Right.
1: About? Well, just I just want to follow up on what you said because I think you're right. This is the best. Expression of love comes from there, but the, his most best selling book is in praise of love. And he says the same thing mm-hmm. like, he says, Love contains an initial element that separates, dislocates, differentiates. You have two, love involves two. So this is a constant refrain for him. Mm-hmm. And I think what's mm-hmm. interesting, isn't it, that um, he doesn't think, he thinks that there's an, in, in, he even calls it a narcissistic unity, right? Like yeah. that, mm-hmm. that, I, you know, we've, talked about a lot of things on this podcast and one of the things we talk about is that there's no initial unity of the subject. Mm-hmm. So so he yes, doesn't that's exactly that's I mean it's it it seems fascinating. And I think it comes back to his rejection of a subject of the signifier. There's no initial mm-hmm. subjectivity. Subjectivity only forms and is constituted through an evental possibility. Right. And so yeah. mm-hmm. that so I think that to me that's the big that's the big problem. That 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 there already is a two. <laughs> that is the subject itself. It's already divided against itself,
0: and that's. But he does not. And this is really, really important. Yeah. But he does not accept the idea of the unconscious. And I think it seems it seems simple, but like you can't. If you don't have the unconscious in your system, then then it, he has to have this position. Yeah, and so that's why like like I said in the, like the previous episode like I like I like why I like him is that like he does he does follow he follows his own logic although there are some uh issues here that are probably worth going into but like he doesn't think we are subjects outside of an event I, I know and but so
1: Ryan he would definitely yeah. if you said to him you don't believe in the unconscious he would say oh that's crazy absolutely I believe in the unconscious but I think your point is if you don't think that there is a subject, of the signifier, then no matter what Mm -hmm. you say, you don't really believe in the unconscious, right? If you don't believe there's a divided subject of the signifier, then you don't really acknowledge or avow or integrate into your system the importance of the unconscious, right? I think that's the thing. Like, no matter what he says, and I think that that's really crucial because, and and I think it has to, and and what's fascinating to me is how love plays this, I think we've we've said this before that love is the paradigmatic event for for Badu. I think it's absolutely Mm -hmm. correct. Even though it's the one event, it's it's the one event that's different than all the other events, too, right? The kids doesn't because it's not collective. But so that and, and 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 love is paradigmatic for conceptual thinking for Hegel. So there's a way in which they're the two philosophers most bonded together around the idea of love. And yet I think in a way, it love shows how absolutely opposed hegel and badu are so so Mm. for hegel love is about this torsion of contradiction and for badu it's about the assertion of difference and like Mm. and 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 so for for hegel love is constantly showing us how contradiction underlies difference and for (laughs) badu Love shows us how difference underlies unity. And I think those Mm -hmm. are—so it's not just Mm -hmm. an opposition, Mm -hmm. right? It's just two different ways of conceiving things. But I think it's an absolutely fascinating uh, way to understand each thinker in terms of love, and also uh, showing two totally different conceptions of what love is. One, a a philosophy of contradiction, the other, a philosophy of difference. And it ironically shows the proximity between Badu and Deleuze, I think.
0: Interesting, um, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, uh, that's that's really interesting. I mean, f- for one one thing, I wanted to um to to nail down is uh, I think um I think I've said in the past and uh or, or and or we've said in the past uh, that uh a, a nice way to think about the um the unconscious is that we are subjects of the unconscious and that we are subjected to yeah the the unconscious. Mm-hmm. And I think what I like what, what you did is that it, it, it putting the the signifier in there like that would be the that would be the way you could be um that's the way that you could be uh, aware of aware of that yeah i think cuz yeah. cuz you just you can't be you can't be aware like you can't have this meta like oh i'm acting unconsciously right, right. now like you could right. that can not that, that can't happen but right. what you can i think you can have some uh minimal uh distance to is is like to see um how you are subject of the signifier and subjected to the signifier absolutely. in, in that, you know, like, like again, it's, it's why, um, I think I, I think I said this on, um, uh, Neil Gorman's podcast. Hi Neil. That like, I would rather like, I would rather like stay stab. I, this is kind of funny. I'll, I'll, I'll actually change it. I would rather break my foot. I'd rather break my fifth metatarsal, uh, slightly lower than the joint again than to see like students do an impression of me because then i would see how i signify right. you know what i right. mean like right. like i just right. i don't want to i don't want to see that right it's the it's the same reason why you don't want your kids to see you teaching absolutely right right <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yeah. right. right um so it's uh, but it's anyway but that's i think uh, um i think that's really important because it's so and I, you could see the proxim the proximity for of um but you to deleuze would would happen on different lines uh, for for different reasons is that you know, Baju is opposed to, um, to, to, I mean, this is the body without organs thing, I think is the best example is that like anything that determines, that he would say like determines who you are. Right. He de- right. does not, he does not ha- ha- have time for, he, right. he, wa- he wants to escape that. Right. Every major idea of Baju's is a flight from contradiction. Right um, like through his whole, like the, um, absolute novelty of the series, like, di- um, uh, repetition, uh, hit the way he looks at it is. you mean, I think you said uh, that
1: Do You mean Deleuze.
0: Oh, okay. Sorry. That, yeah. Deleuze. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Absolute novelty in the series, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah. um, rep repetition uh, generating difference, which like, it's, it's really funny. Um, uh, but both of those t- two ideas put together is that like, um, what, what Deleuze doesn't have in a system is that like the shock of the new can get very old, <laughs> right? You, you know, and 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 I yeah. I think that's like a very important, um, like you have to think about that to, to to have that idea. Like that's the that would be the contradiction arising from that right system that he would have to deal with. So I I think it's it's um so I don't I don't know that um I don't know that I would. It's not as I, I don't think it's as evident at, in but work. I don't think that uh this like like this the the flight what i think is really valuable in deleuze's work is that like the flight from contradiction that all that like always appears yeah. um it like shows you how present and important yes. like it, yeah. it it actually like it actually graphically shows you contradiction yeah. in like because he moves away from it yeah. like you it, know it's even it's in the cinema books you know it's it, like um, the the any place wherever like and, and and like like any anything that organizes that does this determinative right. thing like that shows right. you where contradictions right. is right and, and Badu isn't he allergic to to, right
1: he's not allergic to no, form he, in that way
0: right I don't think so yeah I don't think so I think it happens differently I think it happens a lot more um slyly yeah for for Baju like like the this sort of sidestep that's that's here that like um that you, you he has the scene of the two and and the like the the love event, which we should we wanted to to make sure to mention this that like he does a really nice job of separating love from reproduction, which is very nice, right, right. i uh, I, I know
1: that yeah. you know, oftentimes people are critical of him for being heterosexist or whatever, but I think he's pretty good on this actually. like I think he in in praise of love, he really says, you know, whatever whatever gender is involved in love, and I mean, the only thing is that he does insist he he would be against the throuple. Like, I, mean, I don't think there's any which question. doesn't.
0: Yeah, I don't, and, and I don't think his system can sustain that objection. Yeah,
1: that's an interesting. Like, so let's can we talk about that because that's an interesting sure. point that you're raising. That uh, why like why wouldn't it be? So anyway, so he because he says that love is an event of the two, right? That's why he—and so it can't, he doesn't believe in universal love. We've talked about that. Right. Despite mm-hmm. the, the love of—the <laughs> embrace of St. Paul, he mm-hmm. doesn't believe in universal love, which mm-hmm. is ironic. Uh, and he also doesn't believe in polyamory. Or he doesn't believe in the right. throuple. He's very clear about that in In Praise of Love. Uh, he also says an interesting thing, that he's never given up— on any of his own love events, except the first one, so he's very he's being, mm-hmm. just being autobiographical, uh, and that seems difficult to reconcile with the uh, being against polyamory position. Except, yeah. I think what he would say is, "I'm a unique subject with every one of those lovers, and we, but we don't right. all come together." I think that's what I mean. Obviously, that's what he would say. Uh, anyway, yeah, so why so yeah. why do you think it's theoretically not? In indicated by his system
0: yeah so i don't think that he has a mechanism in this idea to uh to 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 cast that out i think he he's only left with uh assertion All right and the reason why i say that is that um it, since we're not subjects for Baju like that was that's the thing that's that's that sort of like sly step where like you can see that this working with you could if you, if you because he doesn't because he makes the subject of the two front and center like you think oh he he's a a thinker of subjectivity but he's not he's a thinker of the event and that's the only it's only because of the event that he can conceive of subjectivity um, at all so that would be like that's like the very clear objection on the psychoanalytic side so why I don't think his it's the same it's kind of the same reason for the like why just for t- truth procedures is and not 5 why not a why, or, or a sixth, then right, why not right. just three? Well, I'll tell you why there's four because the other three come from the outside, and this is the one that comes. That that's something that like that you could do um, as a we would say as a individual subject. Right, but like maybe right. I'll just use the word individual. And I and so I think a- according to that logic, I like I don't know why I don't know why someone who only comes into subjectivity um, through the event. Why two people? Why why does that structurally exclude the notion that two people in a in a couple could meet a third person who they think uh it, 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 like that's another event. I don't I don't see structurally how he could exclude that right. No, just from the system, it doesn't. Like I don't know why. Like why can't it be the scene of the three? Right, and I right. think that's the kind of the problem is that like there's no reason there's no i don't think there's a reason in, in what he's written for why there can't be a scene of the three and then for the same reason i don't think there could, why there's any reason why there can't be a scene of the four and the five it's just sort of the same thing like you, you kind of come back to that um that nice that that line that ed pluth had in, in his book on baju which is that like you know baju is open like he doesn't say he he doesn't he doesn't have any like there's not an ex, there's not an, um, uh, an ontological or existential requirement that set theory be involved in these things, nor is there an existential or ontological requirement why there are four truth procedures. However, if we proceed with the idea that there are four, these are the things that we can see and understand. And I think that would be the only answer you could say. This is that like with the idea of love as a as it, just for a couple, um, like we can we can see more in the inner subjective dynamic than we can if we added a third or fourth person. But then I would say I don't, then I would say also like if his idea, I actually think he, he already makes the argument for what that would look like within his system. If he says, if if he says that it's, he's a different subject of the, of the event with every lover, that kind of serial monogamy, I think that's just, that would be, that would be the argument for what would like a Bedouin theory of polygamy look like is like, you right. are a different subject with each person. So right. I, I think that is the reason why not only does structurally he not have a reason for excluding polyamory. I think he makes the argument for what polyamory would look like theoretically within his system. Interesting.
1: My, my Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I I don't have any objection to that. Like, I think that that's because I, 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 I guess for me, like, I think that the, that that's the, that i think you run into this problem of contingency or arbitrariness i know those aren't the same thing uh mm-hmm. when you when you insist upon difference and to the to the exclusion of contradiction right like to the and i think if you don't see the contradiction involved with love and i i think the ar mm-hmm. the, like the hegelian argument against Polyamory would be not that he would be against it, I not, think he,
0: in, not in real, not just to be really clear <laughs> from, from what you're about to say, not the Hegelian argument against polyamory, like polyamorous relationships, the Hegelian argument against polyamory as being part of like the, the, the theoretical idea of that's love, what you, right? That's what you're right, right. right, 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 of, right. Love. of course, of love. who cares, yeah, right? Yeah, who yeah, cares yeah. what polyamory, right? Who cares? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, wait a minute, wait, that great line, that great line from, um, I think was it, Am, um, Animal Crackers is, uh, um Groucho is talking to a woman and he's I think he's in a relationship with the Margaret Dumont character and he says that they should go out with this other woman and she says, Why, that's big of me. He says, Of course it is. It's big of me too. It's big of all of us. <laughs> we should be big for a change. Why be small all the time? Like it's <laughs> there you go.
1: There you go. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh anyway, so I but I think the the reason why Hegel would not want to would would say that polyamory is not part of what he would think of as love is because I think that it's because it's the multiplicity precisely obfuscates the contradiction, right? Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, because yeah, yeah. if you're like, just the the the, 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 logic I gave, right. That the subject elevates this other person above themselves and then, and thus they're doing the elevating and yet the other person's above them, that's the contradiction. But if you have if there's two, then all of a sudden that doesn't work out quite so easily, and and, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it it's hidden underneath difference. But I think you're right. Like for a philosopher of difference, ontological difference, like Badu, I don't think it's such a problem. And so I think you're right. No. Like I think he yeah. should be and want to include want to have a more expansive idea of love than he does. Which is funny because when I've brought Badu into teaching. That's the objection that students tend to have: is that that his notion mm. of the love event is too is too is too confined. They think it's heterosex. I don't think I think it's wrong to say it's heterosexist. I think he's pretty good about that. Sure. But but um, I think it is true that it's it rejects the three. And I don't mm-hmm. think he should. Just like you said, I I totally follow you on this. I I don't think that he should. Like I don't think theoretically that he should.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it like because he would make the because so, then then it would be really interesting if he did because then you could say like oh okay well so then he's on the side of the way that like the polyamorous relationship works is that like when there's a third person or fourth or whatever it doesn't doesn't matter that like you're looking at uh, different different subjectivity yeah okay and then you could you could have that's on one side is that like it, it's it's this explosion of subjectivity yes. let's just say that and then on the other side you would position. The like the Hegelian thing, which is like, okay, how does, how you would, you would ask, but you, so now make, and maybe this is precisely the reason why he doesn't include it is to say like, okay, but now make the case for how what you're saying as the explosion uh, or what you're positing. And again, he doesn't posit this. I'm making him positive. Right. I'm following right. his own logic just to be very clear. But so this would be what you would do for the uh the the argument is that like okay so now make the case that this explosion of like subjectivity within the, the polyamorous relationship isn't simply the turning away of contradiction that it's not just showing like and cuz i i think you can have the um like the hegelian idea and it would be operative in this i don't know polyamorous theory is that like is it just like when the two, they're, they're, when the contradiction seems to be intractable, that that's when the third or the fourth or the fifth yeah. becomes yeah. attractive? Yeah, like I like think that's what, what Hegel how would,
1: would say. How, I think that's what he would
0: right. Say. Yeah. Well, I, that's what Hegel would say if Baju said the thing that I'm thinking yeah. or I'm arguing that he should yeah. say yeah. based on following his logic. Right. Yeah. So I think so. I mean, there be should be. It's I mean,
1: interesting, Ryan, because yeah. there should be, there should be this great Hegelian. Argument versus Badu. We should even have it staged. Like we could revive. Yeah. We could like use uh, <laughs> like video evidence from Hegel and like constri- <laughs> you know like they did with Philip Seymour <laughs> yeah, Hoffman yeah. in Hunger Games uh, oh, and make right, him right, right, yeah. make him in the debate and and they could have this debate about polyamory versus lo- contradictory love, right? And I think that ba- but but Badu wouldn't do that. But but I think he he mm-hmm. I think you're absolutely right to say that he should like that should be his yeah. position. I mean he It'd would be
0: interesting it would be really interesting.
1: I mean it would it would it, it would it would it would, I think it would get him a lot more followers actually. Like I think <laughs> it, it would be it would be a good marketing strategy on his
0: part. But at the well, yeah at, the, at its most cynical it would at least But like, actually really I think that's part of why he doesn't do it frankly. Yeah. I think it, I yeah, think there's yeah, a maybe. kind of
1: like uh you know it would be too it would be too a la mode, right? And I think he doesn't want to. Mm. I think he wants. For, for better or worse. He wants to avoid that. For
0: better or worse. Yeah, it is interesting. I Either I mean, either way, like I think, like what what I what I think we're positioning um, is that like contradiction as the as we often do. Uh, but I think it's it, it operates like most clearly. This was your claim. And I think you're right about this. It operates most clearly in the love uh, tie and part. So this is where I think Lacan is is interesting. Yeah. I think you have to have a notion of the signifier being subjected to subject of and of and the unconscious being subject of subjected to, um, he has this line that you and I love the first half of and do not like the not second like the end half of, of it of, at all.
1: Uh, I know at all. Um, Slavoy likes the, it. I know. And I, I, I think I, he's wrong to like it, but go ahead.
0: I think. You. Yeah. 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 So we'll, we'll work on it. It's at the end of, um, seminar 11, um, where he says that love is, uh, and apologies if I'm getting some of the words wrong, but, um, uh, love is giving what you haven't got to someone who doesn't want it yeah and we love the first part <laughs> um i don't think we like the second part it doesn't i think that the, the the last part the reason why i don't like the last part is not that it maybe isn't even that i that i think the idea is bad it's just it's too like um that's like a tweet like it's too snappy right. like it doesn't right. like the 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 idea doesn't i don't know what the idea is in 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 that it's it makes a lot more sense to me to say uh, love is giving what you haven't got to to someone uh, who for, to, to to someone for whom it would tear them apart to receive it. Right, like that right. makes a lot more sense, and that's like right. a lot more consistent with even what he thinks and what what um, what, what psychological theory would agree say. totally. Like that I would think be the idea
1: on this idea, I think Joy Division puts it a little bit better than Lacan does. <laughs> oh
0: I mean. yes, I
1: think so. Right, like I and I think. Is love will big, tear us apart. <laughs> yeah, love will tear us apart. Uh, I think that, you know what's interesting? There's two mixes of that song, and one where you can understand mm-hmm. the lyrics totally, and the other where you can't understand them at all except for love will tear us apart. Uh, mm-hmm. And the one where you can't understand is just better. And it, it's 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 a fascinating thing where you're like, wait a minute, it's one of these great objet ah things, right? Like you want to hear it, you mm-hmm. want to hear it, you want to hear it, and then you hear it, you're like, well, those are great lyrics, but I like not hearing it better. Um, Yeah,
0: no, it's great. It's really, really nice. Anyway, but I
1: think that like that you're exact. It's so well put by you that that it's not that you don't want it. It's that when you get and this is why maybe you do want it unconsciously. Right. Like it's it's utterly disruptive to be loved. And I think Badu is also very good on this. Right. Like that love always involves risk. Right. But. Mm-hmm. I think he mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. more is confined on the side of risk of the lover, right? Like the you like right. venture to say I love you, and there's always a risk involved with that. But I think mm-hmm. psychoanalytically, what's more interesting is the to be the receiver of the love, right? Like you're like right. wait right, a minute, right, 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 right. you're bombarding me with your love. I mean, we've all not all of us, but many of us, I think, have been loved by someone we wish didn't love us. Right. Like mm-hmm. either mm-hmm. it's late in the relationship, late for us, not for them, uh, <laughs> or right, sure. it's just someone we're not we don't are not attracted to. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I shouldn't say we all I mean, there are people that haven't had that experience. Right. The incels have probably not had that experience, but maybe even they have. <laughs> uh, and, and it just wasn't the right person. You know what I mean? Like it just wasn't the person. Yeah. yeah, they, yeah. yeah. yeah and, you
0: know, well, because then they have to give up being an incel. Right. You, you right. Know? right. Like, exactly.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I think that the, the. Wait,
0: Todd, hold on, hold on. Wait, I this is not organic, but say that's pretty good to me again. Say that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Thank you very little. <laughs>
1: Does everyone know what film? Okay. Yes, everyone knows. No, I don't it. think so. You yeah, don't I'm think sure. so? <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, maybe, maybe some people would. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's kind of a romantic. No, it's not a romantic
0: comedy. No, it's not. No. <laughs> it's, it's really not. It's really
1: not. It's really not. <laughs> Uh,
0: it's, uh, it might be a film of the, of the, of the love event, perhaps in the way that, Bajou like a different person, you're, you're, you're a different subject for the, uh, we're talking about Caddyshack. Yes. Uh, yes. So who's the um, love event between? Anyway. Well, because Danny has sex with, um, Lacey
1: Underwood.
0: Right. Well, yeah, but then thanks for nothing, Noonan. <laughs> right? The his, his, yeah. uh, Irish girlfriend yeah. who is dancing cause she's not pregnant right. from, uh, yeah. yeah. So he's a, he's a different, that, that would be anyway. Oh, right. I, I he has
1: both, he has both love of that. Right. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Right. So, cause, so he would be a different subject for each, each yeah. of those related, but yeah. you know, whatever we could put that to one side. Yeah. Um, I, I disrupt I disrupted you. We were talking about, uh about Lacan and we're making this. Yeah. You know, I just think that it that,
1: that it, that it isn't the disturbance much like, okay, there's a risk in saying, I love you to someone, obviously, mm-hmm. but the, the, the disturbance of someone loving you, even if you want them to, like, of course it's disturbing yes. if they if you don't want them to, but I'm almost tempted to say it's more disturbing if you do, right? Like because then yeah. you are like, oh my god, we're gonna have to like move in together, and we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna have to think about this person all the time. And they get sick, I got to <laughs> think about them. Like all these things, right? Like you have to totally reorient your life, and, and I think. One way I like to think of it is that the the beloved become, takes the place for you, that little other takes the place for you of the big other, right? Like that's what it means mm-hmm. to be in love with someone. And that is really, really disturbing.
0: I, would, I want to put a contemporary, uh, a more contemporary phrase that the, uh, that, I don't know, my generation, generation, uh, like Gen Z, gen, uh, the millennials would say is that it's, it's, the openness to really being seen by someone that's is good. terrifying. That's good. You know, that's good. And, 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 and I, and I think that's the, uh, because, you know, I think, uh, one of the, if if we were rewriting like a, uh, like a new, new introductory lectures on, on psychoanalysis, yeah. like one of the things that we would put, put out front would be this. And I know you do this, um, when you teach is this idea that, um, uh, uh other people know you better than you know yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And and so that is it's it's and that's that premise that I think really operative when you think about like love in this theoretical way is that like if to be open to really be to really, really be open to someone else seeing you better than you see yourself is that's is pretty hard to give that up. Right. That's that's difficult. And it doesn't and it's also something you have to keep giving up, I would argue. In the love relationship, I, I, agree. Like for, I agree. I agree. I like it, this for it to be sustained. I, I like
1: this idea of, of, so I think it's only in English and French. Maybe someone can correct me, but I think it is a, of falling in love, tombe en amour in French. Mm-hmm. Uh, this idea that you fall, right? That like you lose your bearings, you, you lose the sense, like your sense of normalcy is already shattered. And then you said to me, like, it's, like that's what, how do you sustain a relationship? You continue falling, right? Like you don't, yes. you don't like, you don't turn the other person into the couch, right? Like you don't turn them into just a piece right. of furniture that you are, feel com- feels comfortable to you, right? Like I think that that's mm-hmm. really, mm-hmm. that's really the crucial, the crucial thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like you, you the, <laughs> this, I, and I think, I think that, what is in psychoanalysis that is uh, not, and maybe I and I think you know in Mari and I think I think this is in Alenka's idea as well, and I think maybe what's in the screwball comedy that's maybe not, in what Baju is saying is this, I think, um, this err premise, this like this this a priori that you have to continue to make yourself vulnerable. Yeah. Like more vulnerable. Yeah. Like there's not a point, like you, you, you can't reach this point where that's as vulnerable as I'm going. To right. right. And then like, mm, nope, that's it. Right. Like you can you can't have that. You can't have that, that sense of it because that's not being vulnerable. It's like the, that example that I've given a number of different times. It's like, um if you are if you are a person for whom you're really kind like you will be burned by people they will take advantage of you and the solution mm-hmm. is not well i'm just going to ruthlessly curate who i be kind to because guess what that's not being kind right. you're not kind right. anymore right. like that's right. what an unkind person right. does right. is only certain people deserve that kindness and i think it works it w- it works in the love tie as well as like mm, nope that's the wall that's it. like i mean certainly in relationships you work out like you know, uh, someone, you, someone needs alone time right, or like, or like right, whatever, but right. you know, but, but like you, there, there has to be the, the continual, uh, openness or I think that, um, uh, that, uh, that extinguishes the flame. Yeah. If you like, totally agree. Uh, totally ex- agree. Right. Yeah. And I, I
1: also don't like this idea that like initially there's a, there's like a passionate thing and then it settles down into like a normalcy. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm, I yeah. do think I'm pretty yeah. convinced, uh, I've been with the same person for a while. Uh I'm pretty convinced that you can still that can be sustained the entire time. Um, but I know, I mean mm-hmm. we'll find out. I guess I, I do I do wanna <laughs> I do wanna say something about it's funny, you know, I was reading the uh, uh I was looking over Bad Dude reading Bad Dude last night and, and he he brings up this example of Andre Gortz who writes this he says beautiful like note to his wife of like I don't know, like sixty years or something about how I've you're still Mm. beautiful to me even though you're eighty two and blah blah blah. And I can't Mm. I I couldn't help but thinking like that's embarrassing. Like he he shouldn't have he should have said that. Like I almost think like obviously in private you can say a lot of things, right? But Mm. don't don't put those out into the into the public. Like I you know, (laughs) I I just think you shouldn't. Uh and and if you're gonna put it out in public, you gotta say it ironically, don't you? Like you gotta say Mm. it with a little. Something, but uh, I I want to I want to end with Mari, who talks about endings, right? Like she's mm. so yes. one of her crit, one of her critiques of Badu is that he thinks and and he's open about this in Praise of Love. He's like, you know, I ended one love event, but I I, I learned my lesson. After that, I never ended another one. Uh, I don't mm. know how many he's had. He doesn't say. He doesn't volunteer that information. But uh, he doesn't think that the end of an event. Uh, the end of love is an event, right? And, and she says, mm-hmm. this is in, I think it's in distillation. She says, if falling in love is an event, the end, leaving that love behind or the end of the love is no less an event, right? So I think mm-hmm. that that mm-hmm. is pretty great. Like that, 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 that you're like the love itself falling shit, totally reorients you, but then losing it can totally reorient you as well. You know, like I remember Mm -hmm. finally becoming free of my college girlfriend and it was just such a like the amount of feel, like no one in the French Revolution could have felt as liberated as I felt (laughs) at that moment. They couldn't have. I mean, I felt like I just I was felt so. and, And I'll tell you the stupidest gesture that I did to coincide with this. So. One of the okay. things that she made me do, of course, made whatever. I I, I was a, my own free person. I could have not you done were com-
0: it. You were complicit. But yeah, I, for sure. So what
1: I did, she, whenever we went over railroad tracks, we had to lift our le- our feet off the ground. I don't know why. It was just some stupid little thing she did. Okay. So after I succeeded in, in getting beyond her, I I, I I drove over the railroad tracks my feet on the ground. I was, I just, like, it's the stupidest gesture, but I, I had so much yeah, joy. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it was like, Incommunicable. How much, how much fun mm. that was for me. So, uh, so I, I totally agree with Mari on this point that the, that the, the end of the love event can itself be, or the end of the love affair can itself be mm-hmm. an event, right? I think that's really important.
0: yeah. No, I think that's great. I mean, like for um, I I mean like for better and for worse too.
1: Right, right? for like, worse like can be for you, worse w- whether but,
0: you whether you were the just same thing like this, like, again, if like what what you're positioning is that like to, you know, to fall in love is this like position of radical openness. Right. And then some like, you know, on the other side, like the, 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 there's the, there's maybe the, the, the euphoria of the, um, of the, of being the breaker and the absolute nadir of being, you know, broken up with and each of the, like, like, I think, I don't think again, same thing. I don't think it's inconsistent with his, He's making it inconsistent. He's with making it theory, consistent. But I don't think yeah. totally agree. I don't think I don't. Yeah, it doesn't have to be totally it does agree. Not by, nec- no. does not by necessity have to be.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with that. And don't you think that? I mean, Mari's point is unless you've unless you've ended the one, you can't start the next one. <laughs> like I think yeah, which I think would be more consistent with his theory. Like I don't. I think it's a little too French to say. Oh, I have my. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was racist. I have my, I have my spouse and then I have my, my lover and that we're, no, these are just separate events and they're both, they they both coincide with each other. Right. Like I, I think Mari just would not like that. She just doesn't accept that as a, as a, as a, as a a positive, you know, like, like she thinks you, in order to have that openness for the next love event, you have to, there has to be a terminus to the previous one. And I don't think that's correct. I think that seems like a, that makes a lot of sense to me.
0: Mm. I don't know. Do you, well, I'm just do you, thinking about how we will, n- we'll never be received in a uh, leal in the way we would have. Been I, I know. I know. I just blew that. I know that was really, you just blew it. That um, But that's uh, very, I'm not even going to edit it out. No, I'm going to leave it. In. No. <laughs> <laughs> there is a great, um, there's a great line in, um in the, uh, uh, the english uh, comedy uh black adder where um was a lot of the, a lot of the jokes in that show are um are um, uh, similes uh and and like this is the like this is the most pointless gesture uh, since vows of fidelity was translated into french <laughs> as a joke on the, on the show so um, <laughs> that's pretty um, great man it's pretty funny that's right that's pretty yeah. good yeah. Um, yeah i forget what series that's pretty from good. no but i think i think it's interesting like i Um, again, just in being, um, the, the way, the way he sets it up, I, I I think that like it's, um, it, and this is what I like. I think I said this in a previous episode. I like that his, the way that he talks about love or the way that he theorizes love really is a disturbance for the rest of the, his, his idea, because you, he, he simply would not say that like you could have these like serial, uh, historical events all at the same time. Right. Like it's just, he wouldn't, he wouldn't say that. I mean, like, that's why like it's, it's a, a really protected category for, for him, you know, like, like I, I'm happy that he was, that he, as you said in the last episode, he came out in support of Iran uh, as, as, as an event. um But it's a, he, he guards that and, he, and you know, it, yeah. and, and I, and I think that's like, like it's, he's like very ruthless about what is and what is not. He's not, not promiscuous uh,
1: about the political event, but he is about the love event. The, yeah, I think
0: that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, and, and so I, so, but that's, I think that's kind of what I, what I like about it. So, because like, so for me, cause I, you know, we're coming sort of to the end of this, like who, who is my baju? I think for my baju is that the baju of this disturbance yeah. between how he talks about love and how he talks about the other three yeah. uh, events and, and, and truth procedures. Like, like I, like that. And it's in that disturbance that I, that I find him, uh provocative and uh, like in and and i i want to 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 think through the one the one that's dogmatic and and in, in in asserting set theory uh in in these the basically the other three uh, uh the procedures i find less interesting yeah. and less compelling but it's really it's this I, I, you know, again, as 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 you might ex- expect from the show, it's the 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 bejew of 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 self contradiction is something I find really interesting yeah. to look at, yeah. and I think I think it, because I think this is kind of what we've tried to do. We, we haven't. What we, what we tried to do is not, like, tear down the man's uh, theory and show how it's hypocritical, but but to show that, like, through these, like, tensions, through the, the contradiction, you can see what he's on about. Right. And, like, what, what, what he's really invested in, what he cares yeah. about.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that's yeah, really where true.
0: Yeah, where are the lines and, yeah. and, and you know, yeah. where... where and, and, and where to and, situate uh, him, right? And, and why. Like
1: relative to yeah. Hegel, relative to psychoanalysis. I think that's true. And I, I would say that one of the things I really like about him is that he's a totally against this idea uh, like about his theory of love is that he's totally against this idea that you can list a bunch of qualities and then say like put those in an ad and mm. say this is what i'm going to fall in love with because and this is a very sure. psychoanalytic idea right that that what you fall in love with is not any positive characteristic characteristic but what the person yeah. doesn't have right not what they have which right. ties to the economy, yeah right? so i think that's a really good a really good point that he that he develops uh i think we got a lot of qual. uh, uh possibilities for the for the lesson today. Yeah. Don't you think?
0: Well I've got well can I so I wanna so I got one for um I because I was experiencing searing foot pain, I could not locate the director in time. I wanted to recommend Pi, the Darren Aronofsky. film oh, yeah, for the last good, episode. Good. As a good as a good film about math. I mean it's not about math, but yeah. Anyway, it's a great math I think film. that's a good yeah, idea. yeah, 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 yeah okay yeah. all right there we go. Yeah. Um but I think for this I have um I think I well, I want to know what you have because I think I've got uh, one for sure. I think we rec- we recommended, but I but there's like a I have a trilogy.
1: Okay, good. You go ahead. I, I I'm going to hold mine back until I, if I unless I find yours dissatisfying. So I, okay.
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. No pressure. So um, I think what for the lesson um, I think the great filmmaker of uh contemporary filmmaker of the two, we spent a lot of this time saying that like the two doesn't happened so much in uh Hollywood cinema because of the like the turn away from what is at the core of the screwball comedy i would say the great filmmaker of the two in the the in the the precise psychoanalytic sense is uh wong karwai oh, yeah. and so i would recommend the trilogy that begins with uh days of uh living wild uh and uh then in the mood for love which we have recommended uh before but if i had to pick one of the three to be the lesson, it would be 2046 yeah let's
1: say yeah watch 2046 it's a it's a great film about the failure of complementarity I think it really mm-hmm. really uh, it's i think there's an argument that it's the greatest film of the 21st century i think there's a pretty good wow. argument for that yeah so i'm not i'm not, what was i going to counter with something like <laughs> My man Godfrey, That would have, that would have been weak. Oh. <laughs> that's weak compared to twenty forty six. Caddyshack? Well, I, no, Caddyshack's fine, but I and, and yeah. someday that will be the lesson. But uh, will be the lesson, but not for love. I think mean, Caddyshack can't be the. No, love. no, no, certainly no. not. If, it's a, if certain. we're doing an episode on lumberyards, I think Caddyshack will be, will definitely be the lesson. So.
0: that would be the the lesson. Yeah, 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 that's. Um, yeah. That I know she owned a
1: lot of. Uh, I know she don't visit those l- lumberyards very often. That's. The... <laughs>
0: What's the next line?
1: No, he okay. says he 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 goes. Uh, What's wrong with a lumberyard? And 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 uh, Ty Webb goes. I own I own two of them, and Danny goes. I notice you don't visit them very often. And Ty goes. Yeah, I'm not sure where they are. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, over and yeah. out, Ryan.
0: Over and out, Todd.